What's happening, Psych Athletes? Welcome back to the Psych Athletes Podcast. It's Ryan, your host, and today we're going to be discussing the Olympics, the athletes competing, the big topic and theme of mental health and performance, and what we can learn from elite athletes competing at the highest level, all right? So leave us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Instagram, join our Facebook to get our nine favorite mental drills completely for free, and message me on Instagram if you're interested in our one-on-one training, all right? So thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. What's happening, Psych Athletes? Welcome back to the Psych Athletes Podcast. Today, we have a lot to unpack. We're talking about the 2021 Summer Olympics. I'm not sure if it's actually called the 2021. I think it's called the 2020, but uh, nonetheless, we're going to be talking about the Olympics, and specifically the athletes that are competing in these Olympics and what we can kind of learn from them. We've heard a lot about mental performance and specifically mental health. That's become a huge theme during these Olympics. And you guys don't know how rewarding it's been to kind of see uh, mental health and mental performance kind of come into the mainstream and be talked about and have uh, a dialogue opened up about it. It's been awesome to see and I really respect uh, what Simone Biles did. Uh, We're gonna be talking about her in great detail and what, what she kind of went through in my kind of analysis of it and what we can kind of learn from her. And then we're going to be talking about Tom Daly. And he cited uh, visualization as the number one reason as to why he won his first gold medal in four in four Olympiads. So we're going to be talking about that. But first off, uh, the topic of mental health, guys, I really want to stress that to you. Um, if you're not going to be taking it seriously in a life context, maybe take it seriously in a, in a competitive context, okay? You're never going to be able to perform well or compete to, the, you know, to your peak capability or peak potential if we're not taking care of our minds if we're not getting enough sleep okay if we're not opening up and talking to people about our about our mental health or our struggles or our anxiety low confidence if we're if we're feeling you know symptoms of depression okay we need to get those things straightened out and ironed out all right because it's so important for our overall well-being not only in the long run but in your sports performance okay so if you guys need someone to talk to i'm always here you can join our facebook group discord group there's great people in there that you guys can talk to about that or or you can talk to me personally, message me over Instagram. I'm always available to talk. Just talk to someone you trust, okay? The first step towards conquering mental struggles is recognition, acknowledging these things, and then opening up about them, okay? Talking about them, okay? And then you'll be on the road to, you know, peak performance and mastering your mind, okay? So without further ado, I do want to talk about Simone Biles. So from my understanding, what happened was she she went up for an event. I'm not really, you know, articulate in in gymnastics or the terminology surrounding that, but uh, she went up for an event, okay, and gymnastics is a team sport, right? I believe the scores are cumulative, and that determines how you place, okay? So if one teammate does bad, then you, you know, you're not likely to, not likely to pace. It's a team sport. Um, So basically what happened was she went up for an event, and she came back down, and she did, I think, horrible, right? And she pulled herself out, and she cited mental health reasons, but the main reason is she didn't want to jeopardize her team standing, Okay, she didn't want to kind of negatively impact their score because she cares about her teammates. Okay, and you have a lot of people on Twitter responding to these, you know, with you know patriotism or you know, you represent your country. You have to do this. Or I think that was the most patriotic thing that she could have done. Okay, all these people politicizing uh, her actions don't really recognize that she did two things. She sacrificed her spot um, in, in the competition so that someone else who's actually mentally readily and mentally prepared and ready to compete. Okay, they came in for her and she recognized that she's not at the top of her game right now. Okay, she's going through some things mentally. She has a little mental block um, and she's not going to perform well. She recognized that and she let someone else take her place. I think that was the most patriotic thing and most mature and brave and the best thing that she could have done for her team. 
Okay, the way I kind of look at it is, you know, think about it in basketball, okay? And you have a technical free throw. You have one shot, all right? And you can choose whoever you want to send to the line. And it's, it, say it's in the game seven of the NBA Finals, all right? And you have your best free throw shooter. Say he has the yips, okay? Say he's not shooting well. He's missed his last six free throws because he has a mental block. Do you want him shooting at that spot? No. I'm going to pick someone else. I want someone else to take that shot because we have a better chance to win. That's what Simone Biles did, essentially. She recognized that she didn't have it in her. Okay, and sacrifice your spot so her team could win. It's basically the opposite of what a lot of people are saying, okay? It's a very patriotic thing that she did. And not only not only did she help her team, you know, perform better. I'm not actually sure how they did or how they placed that day. But I, I do believe her, what she did was well-intentioned. And I do believe it was the right thing to do. Um, but not only did she do all that, she opened up a dialogue about mental health and performance. And I'm going to read about uh, read through an article right here. Uh, that kind of details what she went through. I'm going to give you kind of my analysis of it and um, what we can learn from it. So um, she got basically what they call in gymnastics for the yips, they call it the twisties. And it's when you go up for a trick and you forget how to do, you know, your basic twists and flips that you normally do or you've done a thousand times, okay? You guys have heard me talk about the yips before. Very prevalent in every single sport when we forget or we have this little mental block and we're trying to kind of do a really simple task and we're kind of thinking our way through it or methodically acting through it rather than, you know, trusting our natural ability and letting, you know, our, our athletic ability take hold. Okay, that's what the yips is and that's what the twisties are in gymnastics. So she went up and she got the twisties. Okay, but the twisties are a symptom. All right, the yips, they're a symptom. Okay, that's what you get when you have things internally wrong inside your mind, okay? When there are things that are rooted in your subconscious, I talk about this a lot. You're overthinking your anxiety, things that directly kind of negatively impact your performance in games and competitions are always because of a root problem, okay? So um, the article references this uh, gymnast named Lori Hernandez and she calls the twisties painful. She hated it so much, it actively makes you feel like you're not the caliber of athlete that you are. Does that sound familiar? Okay, we, we know we're talented athletes. We put our we put our we put so much work into it. We we made it to such a high level, and we kind of have this mental block where we're experiencing anxiety or depression or nerves or hesitation, and and, and we mess up or we can't do an, a normal task that we normally do. It makes us feel like you know we're worthless to our team or we're not who we used to be. Okay, that's what you know mental you know deteriorating mental health in sports looks like. Okay, it makes us feel worthless. Right, that's why mental health is so important in training your mind and mindfulness techniques so these things don't happen in treating the root causes of the problem. Okay, so I think stress was the trigger. Biles talked a lot about having the weight on her shoulders when it came to the games as the preeminent star, someone so dominant that everyone else would be competing for second, okay? She talked about having the weight of the world on her shoulders. What do I talk about all the time? We can't compete like that. Okay, we can't compete with with these expectations in mind, with pressure in mind, okay? Trying to please other people or playing the game for the wrong reasons. Okay, think about if you're the top Olympic athlete and you don't perform, you're gonna be you're gonna be, you know, kind of scrutinized, you're gonna be hit with a lot of articles and people are gonna criticize you and and those things can kind of fester their way into our minds and then we become we, we begin playing the game so those things don't happen. Okay, we, we begin playing the team so people don't write bad things about us, people don't say bad things about us, or we're playing the game not because we want to bring a gold medal to our country or we're, or we're playing the game because we want to help our team win. We start paying attention to outside noise, 
Okay, and that's essentially what she did. And I know she's a professional athlete. I'm talking from, you know, my chair here, preaching to the choir and whatnot. But, you know, she knows what she has to do. Okay, she's she's dealt with the pressure before. She's dealt with the expectations. But sometimes it becomes a little too much for us. Okay, sometimes that happens and it's okay. Those are the moments that we need to take a step back and we need to be like, okay, I need to center myself. I need to breathe. Okay, I need to do all these things and I need to ensure that these things don't happen again. Okay, I need to treat the root causes of my anxiety, of my underperformance, of my hesitation, my nervousness, all that stuff. Okay, so again, guys, we can't compete with the weight of the world on our shoulders. What do I always say? We need to adopt an intention plus freedom of outcome mindset. We intend to compete. We intend to do our best and we intend to win, but we do not care about the result. Okay, because when we care about the result of competitions and we care about pleasing people and, you know, and we, we care about what, are pe- what other people are going to say, all right, we're not going to play as well we're going to become tight we're going to become timid we're going to overthink we're going to stress we're going to worry that's what happened to simone biles okay she succumbed to the pressure and that's okay it happens sometimes all right but the the bottom line guys is everything that these athletes in the olympics are are talking about i've seen so much stuff regarding mental health and performance and people saying talking about the pressure how they haven't had anyone to open up to guys this is so important i want you to understand that these things these you know mental hurdles elite athletes go through them too you are not alone, okay? It is crucial that you start acknowledging these things. You start acknowledging the root causes of your mental problems, start talking about them, and start on the road towards kind of mental recovery or start on the road towards unlocking your peak potential, okay? Guys, recognition is so crucial. So again, freedom of outcome mindset. I really believe that Simone Biles could have benefited from that. I'm not going to say anything. I'm sure she's going to respond in, in, in the most professional and elite way possible because that's, that's what she is. She's the Michael Jordan of gymnastics. Uh, but basically, talking about the weight of the world from, uh, on our shoulders, what we can learn is that these athletes go through these things too and we need to compete with this sense of carefreeness, this fluidness. Okay, and we cannot care about results. We cannot care about expectations. Those things are detrimental to our mental well-being. All right. Um, further on in the article, they were they were referencing this lady named Catherine Burns. Um, she was an Olympian, I believe, as well. And she was an athlete. And I think they interviewed her, too, because she was sort of the expert um, uh, on the situation. And she says that she thinks there's a lack of understanding of what this sport requires of people. Uh, I think in general, these obscure sports people love to watch every four years. They don't really think about the level of training that goes into it. So this idea of quitting or choking to me is just like setting the expectation of you're a product, you perform perform for us, you are entertainment for me. And if you don't go out and entertain me, then what's your value, okay? So those things are kind of what athletes go through, what elite and professional and Olympic athletes go through, okay? A lot of times people look at them as entertainment. All right, and when we start to pay attention to that and we start to listen uh, to them and we start to hear all the noise, we're not going to perform as well. Even Olympic athletes have to realize that we are playing for the love of the game and for our country, for our team to win. Okay, We're trying to do whatever is possible for our team to win. We're not paying attention to the noise. That's the approach that not only they have to have, that's the approach that you guys have to have listening at home, ready for your next competition or your next practice. That is the main inten- intention. Okay, if you guys have to have one mindset, it's to play my best, it's to intend to win, it's to help my team in any way possible, but not care about the noise, not care about the results. Okay, those things don't matter. If we can all adopt that mindset, we're going to elevate our performance. So that's kind of it for Simone Biles. That's kind of my analysis on it. Now I want to talk about Tom Daly. Um, I'm sure you're all familiar with Tom Daly. 
let me bring up the article here. He's been in four Olympics, I believe. Tom Daly visualization. Googling it right now. I probably should have had this ready, but you know what? We're not perfect. Um, it's a really good article. And basically, it's loading right now. Uh, Tom Daly is, was competing for his fourth Olympic. Olymp Tom Daly was competing for his fourth Olympiad, but it wasn't until this week that he finally won a coveted gold medal. So the uh, I think the reporter asked him, so what was the secret to finally winning your first gold medal at the Olympics? And he said, to go to my fourth Olympic Games now and to finally do it, it's so magical. But I think the big difference this year was that I never visualized anything other than that gold medal. And Maddie did the same, his partner, because I think it was synchronized diving. Every day, every night, before bed, the gold medal, what we we're going to do to get there. Okay, I, he visualized that every night, never ever visualizing anything going wrong. And he goes on to say, I think the power of visualization and imagining yourself on the top is what you have to do. The article goes on to say, visualization is an important part of the mental process and preparing for athletic competition, blah, 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 cookie cutter answers. But basically, guys, the evidence is right there for you. Tom Daly used visualization to accomplish what he hadn't done in four Olympiads. He, he thought about it every night. He talked about Kobe Bryant all the time, too. He did the same thing. He laid in bed every night, and he thought about what he wanted most. And that, and when we kind of do that, guys, we manifest all this, all this motivation, all these feelings, and our kind of subconscious does whatever it can to work towards those goals. Okay, the power of kind of visualizing yourself become what you've actually wanted yourself to become. The power in that is kind of, it's exponential. Okay, it's innumerable. All right, when we think about those things, it brings out these feelings of happiness, of joy. Okay, and we, we visualize using all of our five senses, you know, what would it feel like to touch that gold medal, you know, to kind of bite that gold medal, to hear the crowd roaring. Okay, to come home, what would my family say, what would my friends say? That is so powerful. When we visualize, our subconscious will start to make you make an effort, okay, to put you on that road towards accomplishing your dreams. We need to be visualizing every single night. It's basically speaking, you know, our goals and our dreams and our wants and needs into existence. Okay, visualization is so important. All right, if you guys want to know about, more about visualization, uh, my favorite techniques to do it: micro, macro visualization. That message me on Instagram or on Facebook or on the Discord group. So basically, if you guys need anything, if you guys want all the resources I kind of referenced here in this episode, talking about uh, freedom of outcome mindset, uh, EFT tapping, bioenergetics, you can guys can kind of use those to adopt a freedom of outcome mindset. Um, you want to talk about those or you want to talk about some visualization techniques, message me on Instagram, Discord, Facebook. Join those groups. Links are in the description. That is all for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and message me if you're interested in one-on-one -on -one training. That's it for this episode, guys. Thank you very much.